Welcome back to week four of the college football slate. Year two, week four of the college football slate. Welcome back to the Pick Your Poison podcast. Host, Rebs Bagman, Pullman Profiteer. This is Pullman Profiteer. Glad to have you all back after another winning week. That is three for three winners. Rebs Bagman, I don't know what to say, but everyone else... Sorry, but you're not taking our picks. I mean, all I know is that we've put out winners. From from day one, we said we have the winners here. I was 6-3-1 last week. Pullman Profiteer was 4-3-1 last week. Still profiting, still profiting. We just got winners on lock here on the Pick Your Poison podcast, and we're back for week four to bring you more winners. All right, I guess uh, first we're going to go to our Pat 12 correspondent. Rife, you got someone to send it off to? So, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and tee this up. We got our, our West Coast correspondent, Pac-12 correspondent. He knows all things Pac-12s, knows all things West Coast. Born in where? Uh, born in Charlotte, raised in Raleigh? I don't know. He's lived his most of his life in Charlotte and Raleigh, North Carolina. He's not in the spectrum like our last guest. No, no, no. He is clearly within the spectrum, but he now lives in uh, San Diego, California. He has his pulse on the Pac-12, on the West Coast games, and he is here to give us his picks. Pac-12, what you got for us? Uh, we got a lot going on on the West Coast this weekend. I would say for the first game, the Utah-USD game, knockout game. Knockout, dragout. When the loser goes home, it's the first conference game for both these fellas. So this is the first um, conference game. Was wait, oh, know. BYU. I forgot. I forgot the Holy War. BYU is not in the Pac-12. Yeah, we don't even. We don't need to talk about BYU. This is all about Utah USC. USC getting three and a half points at home in the Coliseum. Running a few things by you guys. Utah's never won in the Coliseum. No, but they're getting like eighty percent of the money. Have, how many have they played there twice before? Maybe. I don't know, but they've never won. Love it. It doesn't um, matter. It doesn't matter. They've never won. They're catching four here. They're catching four here as home dogs. So, Pac-12 yeah, commenter, I'm taking them. you're taking you're taking I'm USC. A, I, yeah, I fell into a lot of traps this last week. I'm not on that side this week. I'm taking the games that look like traps and taking the other side of it. I'm taking USC plus three and a half. So you're yeah you're a big fade the public guy this week. Mm-hmm. That's me today. I appreciate that. I pre- I'm a big fade the public guy myself. Hey, week three's the week to start fading the public. Look, I, I watched the Holy War. I saw um, Utah's running back run all over BYU, and I saw that line at four, and I was like, ooh, that looks a little tasty. And then I, I dove a little bit deeper in the numbers. I got my, my, my hands down in it like it was a, like it was a nice uh, pound of ground beef. I was patting up some burgers. I looked down deep in the numbers, and I didn't see why Utah should be minus four here at on the road on a on a Friday night. But so we're seeing the same thing. Pac twelve, uh, Pullman. You got any uh, read on this? You know, uh, I just kind of thought it'd be a real crapshoot. I do think I kind of agree on your logic. Probably a lot of money's pulling in on Utah just based off common opponent. Um, with Utah kicking the teeth into BYU and USC losing an OT. Everyone I th- thinks I, USC sucks. I, I think common opponent first two weeks of the season is the biggest fraud metric there ever is. So I agree with this. I wasn't going to place any money on it. I only bet Pac-12 when it is my Wazoo Cougars, but I do respect the pick. All right. Well, so let's go ahead and move on to the next game. Our next uh, Pac-12 game of the week. Moving on from Friday to Saturday. Saturday at eleven o'clock. California Golden Bears versus the uh, Ole Miss Rebels. Ole Miss opened as a pick 'em, and they're now minus two and a half. Pac 12, what you got for us? It's pretty fishy. It's pretty fishy that it opened up as a pick 'em, and now the Rebels are favorites. 
Um, Cats got a top defense in the nation. Um, you could argue that Ole Miss does, but Cal Cal's got the best four DBs in the country. I'll say that. So here's another one: that ninety percent of the money is coming in on the Rebels. Hate it. Hate it. I'm taking Cal. I'm taking under forty-one. I'm taking under twenty-one first half. I fucking love three my, way. I like it. I love my Pac-12. All over the under. We got top two. De- we got top defenses, and Ole Miss's offense has shown us almost nothing this year. And I think it's going to be a defensive battle. I think neither offense is going to do much. Um, I totally agree. I totally agree. Neither one of these. I don't. I, I only. Tr- there's only of, of the four like units: the Ole Miss defense, Ole Miss offense. California offense, California defense. I only trust one of them. I trust the California defense. Uh, no one else is trustworthy. I'm going with Cal. I think their defense is going to shut everyone down. Ole Miss doesn't have much on offense. I don't think Ole Miss's defense is very trustworthy. I don't think Cal's offense is very good. But if I have to pick one thing, I'm going to take the points and take Cal. I also like the under, too. Even though it opened at 45, I'm taking it at 41. Pullman, you got anything else to say? Uh, yeah, I, I'm going opposite of y'all. I'm going Ole Miss minus two and a half. The only reason I'm going for it is uh, the old metric. AP teams visiting other Power 5 teams when they end up a dog and they're ranked 25 through 21. They're tw- they're 4 and 21 against the spread over the last three seasons. I'm just taking that matchup with Ole Miss. Yeah, I'm, but watch I'm, the damn watch the damn game. Watch the tape. I, I agree, watch the tape. I agree, if you see hey, the all twenty two, I'm look, not I don't look, give into the all the whatever weird metrics. I agree metrics. with you, but when Vegas is betting against the coaches poll, they're right eighty four percent of the time, and that's the reason I'm going with it. You're a fucking nerd if you're taking all these if you're bringing all these numbers in here. I'm a nerd, but I'll take the Rebels minus two and a half at home. But Hey, hell, I might be wrong. I think Cal's a better team, to be completely honest. All right. Well, hey, uh, Pac-12, we're going to let you sign off real quick. I've got one lock for you guys. Go ahead. Shoot it. UNC minus two and a half against App State. Oh, you're pulling in some East Coast bias. Our our Pac-12, our Pac-12 lock of the week coming in with a North Carolina bet. All right. We we appreciate your unbiased opinion. Lock it up. Appreciate it. Peace. Bagman, you got anything else on the Rebels, Cal? No, no I've said all I need to. We know right, we know what these teams let's are. Let's go on to our next game. It's probably the biggest game of the week for uh, everything non-SEC. We got University of Michigan visiting Wisconsin. 11 o'clock kickoff at Camp Randall. Wisconsin is a three-and-a-half point favorite at home. I love Wisconsin this game. I think this is a fraud game for U of M. This is where it shows they're not who we thought they were all year. We thought that with Ryan Day taking over, there might be some change where UM might say, hey, this is our conference now. No, it's not, because you still got to worry about Wisconsin. I take Wisconsin at home minus three and a half. I haven't seen a thing out of UM this year that shows they have a pulse. Wisconsin has a little point at anywhere. I'm taking Wisconsin at home minus three and a half at 11 o'clock. Bagman, what do you got on this game? Yeah. As Ole Miss fans, we know Shea Patterson. We know the Michigan quarterback here. We've seen him play in these type of big games. We know we kind of know his moxie. We know what he does well. We know what he doesn't do very well. In these big games, he always seems to kind of shy away from it. Against bad teams, he always lights them up and goes for, you know. He can't beat a good defense. What does Wisconsin have? A good defense. that can run the damn football. Um, so I am also on Wisconsin minus three and a half. I also like the under here. Um Neither one of these teams are going to be able to score very much. I think both teams are going to lean on their defense. If it gets to like a fourth and one, a 50, they're both going to say, you know what, let's just go ahead and punt. Let's let's lean on our defense. 
I like Wisconsin minus three and a half. Under, I think it's 42, 44, somewhere, wherever you can get it. Um, but yeah, I, I like Wisconsin minus three and a half. I do not trust Shea Patterson as far as I can throw him, which is kind of saying a lot because he's like six foot and 185 pounds. I could probably throw him pretty fucking far. Awesome. I guess we're going to roll into our SEC slate. Uh, this next segment is sponsored by the Pac-12 Conference, Pac-12 Conference Championship. UCLA has over 100, 100 championships by their university Double alone. Burger. You know what that is, Rife? That's 100 more than State has by themselves because they have a big goose egg. Who? Who, exactly. Pac-12 Conference, Conference Champions. All right, next game. We got the LSU Tigers traveling up to Nashville to take on my second favorite team, the Vanderbilt Commodores. Commodores catch 24 and a half at home. Bagman first. I'd like to hear what you got to say about this. So, I'm back on my bullshit here. I'm back on my Vandy under, 62 and a half. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Every SEC game is going under this week. I'm betting every single SEC under. You heard it here first. They might, they might not all go under, but I'm betting every single under. I'm not, those aren't going to be on my picks. I'll, I'll tweet it out, but they won't be official on my picks. I'm taking every single under in the SEC. Um, but I also like Vandy plus 24 and a half here. LSU in, in Nashville, I don't know. Vandy just mucks the game up. I think it's going to be kind of gross. I, I could easily see LSU getting out, sprinting out to a fast start, getting away on a big lead early on, and then Vandy kind of backdoor covers this a little bit. 24 and a half, that's, you know, kind of a, that's a decent hook right there. I'll, I think I think George, or, uh, LSU wins by 21, but I don't think Vandy fucking sucks, and LSU's pretty good, but they had a, they had a big win a couple weeks ago. They kind of cakewalked through Northwestern State last weekend. I think they I think they get a win, but I don't think they cover against that 24 and a half. I'll, I'll go with, uh, I'll fade the public here too and, and take the 24 and a half. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take LSU Minus 24 and a half. This is the worst Vandy team I've ever seen since 2011 after uh, Johnson quit. It's weird when you when you have a shitty quarterback and a shitty O-line, how shitty your team is. Yeah, retweet, man. Uh, I like LSU catch 20, or giving up 24 and a half. I think this the stadium will be 90% LSU fans, so there's no home field advantage here. I think they'll really enjoy Nashville for the night, and I uh, think they'll enjoy the beer service. I like LSU giving up 24.5 against the worst Vandy team I've seen in a decade. Uh, next game, we have the University of Tennessee Volunteers traveling to Gainesville to take on Florida. Uh, Florida's a 14-point fav- favorite. I'm going to start this game off with a uh, Fire in the Sun play of the week. I do not care. Tell your mother, tell your father, tell anyone they know. Fuck this game. Yeah, fuck man. Fuck this game. Uh, I don't trust either of these teams. I don't trust Dan Mullen. I don't trust the Tennessee team as a whole. But if I'm gonna take, I'm, if I'm gonna take a side, I'm taking Florida. I refuse to bet on Tennessee. I'm taking the home team, giving up two touchdowns. I know that. You know, Felipe Franks is out. I think Felipe Franks kind of sucks. Anyways, I think this might be a plus for Florida. I don't like either side of this, but um, if I have to take a side, I'm going to take the home team laying the points, especially when Tennessee sucks so fucking bad. They beat the shit out of Chattanooga last weekend, but people are easy to forget they lost two first games to shitty teams. I'm taking Florida minus 14 here. All right, next game, we have the Auburn Tigers CBS 2.30 kickoff traveling to College Station to take on the Texas A&M Aggies. Vernon Aggies. Gary. Vernon Gary. Three and a half point dog at home. You know what I'm doing? 
Kellen Mond at home. You know who doesn't live, lose at home at AM? Kellen Mond. He doesn't lose at home. Bo Nix, freshman. I don't care how many lame ass handicappers tell you this week. Bo Nix is his first true road game. Yeah, you know what it is. And he's going to lose because AM has Jimbo Fisher, one of the most talented coaches in the country. They have one of the least talented slash overqualified quarterbacks, Kellen Mond, playing. I love AM minus three and a half at home. Bagman, who do you have? Well, then, this is where I'm going to tell you why you're a fucking idiot. Auburn's front seven is the best in the nation. Kellen Mond, whenever he gets pressured, fucking sucks. What year is Auburn's front seven not the most impressive in the country? All, they always are. They always are. And that's why I love the under in this game, too. I love every SEC under. I fucking love every SEC under. But I'm on Auburn my, uh, plus three and a half here. If you listen to the first podcast of the year, week one, I said, remember the name Bo Nix. Remember that name. He's going to win a Heisman uh, before he graduates. Bo Nix is the truth. He's a fucking goat. And I don't know if they're going to win. I don't know if they're if it's going to go to seven overtimes. It's going to go under. I know that. It's not going to seven overtimes. But I love a three and a half here. I think it's basically a toss-up. I don't trust AM at home. I honestly like AM more on the road because when they're at home, it's weird and, and at Kyle Field a little bit. I'm taking Auburn three and a half here. Their front seven is going to rattle the shit out of Kellen Mond. And they're going to get a lot of pressure. He's going to be freaking out back there. And, uh, and Jimbo's going to maybe pull him by halftime. Right, I guess I'll roll straight into the next game. I'm going to say this. Go ahead. My partner hates the fuck out of this game. He doesn't have a pun and out of the week segment like I do. But knowing him... You mean fired in the sun? Fired in the sun, pun in the sun, whatever. That isn't his forte, but I'm going to say it for himself. He's going to fire this game in the sun, and I'm going to take Mizzou minus nine at home. I think Mizzou is a lot better than USC. I think they really had a big struggle against Wyoming. I think they're going to show out, show out the rest of the year. They don't have a bowl game to play for. I think they're playing for this season alone. I like Mizzou with a nine-point favorite at home in Columbia, Missouri. Rife, you don't have a pick besides the under, correct? No, I do have the under, but I also this is the I think this is our first SEC game that we agree with. I think Mizzou lost a lot of credit when they lost to Wyoming week one. I think Mizzou's a damn good football team. Uh, I think their defense is stout. They brought back everyone from last year. This is the best team they put together beside even the 12 and 13 teams that won the SEC East when the East was weak. This team's better than both those teams. And I think uh, last week, South Carolina kind of showed a little bit against Alabama. I think South Carolina had a good home crowd that kind of got them fired up. They were they were going for it. Will Muschamp was pissed at halftime. If y'all saw that video, I cracked up at that shit. Him saying he was going to get fined for the rest of his life if he commented on the referees. Um, I don't think South Carolina's that good. I think Missouri is that good. I'm going to take Missouri minus nine and the under like I'm taking every other SEC game this week. Next game, historic rivalry. The biggest rivalry in state's history. Woo! They are hosting UK Wildcats. Wait, who? Woo! Are UK Wildcats? Are UK Wildcats? spread? Six points? And you are, can guess on shit who I'm taking. Are you telling me that Kentucky, after state lost at home to Kansas State, are giving up six points? No, they're getting six on the road. They're not oh, yeah, getting yeah. up. State's giving up six. If you would have shown me this line a week ago after that game, you said UK minus six, I said five. Well, here, let me start off this one. People forget, Kentucky should have won. If Kentucky makes a 31-yard field goal or whatever it was, they beat Florida, and, and they're a, they're a six-point favorite in this game. Instead, they missed the field goal. They almost blow the cover of the game by giving up that late touchdown. Now, all of a sudden, they're six-point underdogs. 
People forget that State sucks. Sucks here. And I, I, I've i been betting on State a decent amount on this podcast. But I've watched their games. I watched the whole game last week because I had K-State. I know what they are. I know what they aren't. They're not very good. I'm taking the under again because they can't fucking score. Their, their quarterback situation is trash. Kentucky's a good team. They're very steady. They're the most consistent team in college football. And I'm taking those six points. Give me those six. They might win outright, honestly. But at least give me those six. I think I think it's a close game, a low-scoring game. But I want to take the the road underdog here and uh, catching those six points. Yeah, I agree with you. But before I say that, Cash Daniels. Cash money. Cash. We need to have a little one-on-one between me and you right now. A little one-on-one. A little, little sexual? You're, you're, you're getting a little exposed trying to break that Florida player's ankle in the huddle. Some girls are blowing you up. Some dudes are blowing you up. Girls Fuck are blowing them? them. You try to break a Florida player's ankle. You're doing the God's will. I call that a Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, you try to break someone from Florida's ankle? Yeah, dude. Who, who doesn't do that? They're from fucking Florida. UK, plus six against eight. Love it. Cash, keep doing you. What time keep, is that game? Is that three o'clock kickoff? I think it's uh, three six. o'clock. I think it's six or three. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician, but cash. cash. It doesn't matter. It doesn't my matter. baby, my baby. After Keep losing. playing you. You're going to be a six-round draft pick. The Steelers are going to pick you up. You're going to have a 12-year career with them. Keep trying to break ankles. Ask Mike Pouncey. UF grad himself, he'll say, yeah, you try and bait Florida grad's ankles in the pile. Nothing left on that. Next game, I have a personal thing to say about this next game. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kickoff, 7 p.m., Notre Dame at UGA. Woo, the game of the week. Game of the week. Ow! All right, NBC. This is this is a one on one between me and you right now. CBS, CBS. No, no, no. NBC. Oh, excuse me. NBC. You have Notre Dame's exclusive rights. You're paying out the ass for this. Why? Why? You're about to pay a hundred million dollars to see your team get their asses beat in front of everyone. You're gonna hear the Ain't nothing more of not than I don't know what you just said. A drunken rowdy Georgia fan go dogs. They're about to whoop your ass up and down the field every way until Sunday. And Sunday will come, they'll sew up your ass. They don't give a damn about God in Athens, Georgia. UGA, minus 14 and a half at home. Five-unit play of the week. Hammer it, hammer it, hammer it. Because they're going to skull fuck Notre Dame. The Gold Dome are sending them back to fucking Indiana. They don't know how to play football. Bagman, who do you have? Damn, five-unit play. What happened to your five-unit play last week? Push. Push, okay. Hey, you know what's better than a win? A push. A backdoor push is fucking sexual. But I'll uh, I'll go ahead and um, I think this is a game that UGA runs it up. This is a this is a classic um, talking. There's UGA is speaking. Kirby is speaking directly to the committee. He's trying to say, hey, we're the best team in college football right now. We're gonna run it up on on Notre Dame. If they get a if they if they sense a snippet of weakness. They're gonna they're gonna go for blood. They're going for the jugular. I think it's gonna be close in the first half, but I think Georgia runs away with it in the second half. Also love the under here, like every SEC game I love this week. Also on the minus fifteen and a half or minus fourteen, which is crazy to do a fourteen point favorite and the under. But hey, I'm gonna do it because Notre Dame is not gonna score. Pullman, what's our next game? So the last game we're gonna close it out. Another Pac-12, Pac-12 after dark. Chase your money game. This will be after you win the five units. I don't know if Bag- Bagman's got to play in this game. So this is this is where you win the five units, and then you're you're just you're just 
freaking itching. You you just won a huge bet. You need a big play still, but it's not gonna be a five unit play. Every other this is the last this is the last thing you can put your money on of the Pac twelve after dark. What's the spread? Nineteen and a half Wazoo at home, and that's the reason I'm hammering Wazoo. They're playing UCLA. UCLA is a dog ass team. I still believe in Chip Kelly. Ooh. I just oh I don't what what, what? Oh, I, you believe in Chip Kelly I don't think this how te- the hell do you believe in Chip Kelly after I, what he's been through I you look at me two stars he's starting that's the reason why uh, Jesus Christ if you look at the amount of two stars around UCLA if you threw a Tulsa in front of them instead of UCLA you'd believe it with talent wise I love Wazoo minus nineteen at home I think Mike Leach he does not give a damn about running up the score ever and that's the reason I love them. Home, minus 19. This is a two-unit play right here to close out the night after the five-unit play. This is a, uh, hey, I had so much writing on the 7 o'clock game. I need a little something juice right in the late game. You're going to not put the full five units you want on the last game. You're going to put two units on this. Wazoo, minus 19 at home. Two-unit game. If you put $100 on every game, put 200 on this. If you put $10, put 20 I'm telling you right now, Wazoo minus 19. Love it. It's not the same as UGA play because UGA is literally going to kill yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. But I love Wazoo, and I love the fact this is a 10-30 kick. This will be a you wake up in the morning after you hooked up with that 8.5. At least. You're going to check your bank account, and you're going to say, wow, that late bet hit too? Wow, I scored on everything tonight. Bagman, do you have anything to add besides these winners? Yeah, I'll add this is yeah, this is the classic um I just won five units. I have to bet on something because I just won five units on Georgia. So I have to bet on something. You gotta take Wazoo here. Chip Kelly, uh, he doesn't he his team has already given up on him. They've already given up on themselves. It's at home. Also, 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 people forget last week uh, I took Houston against Wazoo because it was a short week. This is an extended week. Mike Leach has 11 days to prepare for this game. So he is way prepared. He's over-prepared. He's going to have every single every single play that UCLA has to offer. Um, he's going to be very prepared. and He's going he's gonna to run them out of the building. Do we have anything else to add? Any, any breaking news? Anything? Yeah, I just got to add one thing about the whole Antonio Bryant saga. You know, it keeps going on. Um, we got some new developing news. 